Well, hello everyone and welcome to another pre-season edition of This Club Is My Club right here on North Manchester 106.6 FM and across the world on your various podcast devices. And joining me here soon to be travelling across Europe for the Phoenix Trophy, it's a welcome back to Woodzo. Hello Woodzo. Hello, you alright? Yes, so uh, we're here at Nuneaton uh, this afternoon for the last Saturday pre-season it friendly is, it is. of the summer. Well, at the moment, no, I, I don't think we're playing. <laughs> no, I don't. Week. I don't. Um, <laughs> and more on that in a second. You never reason, know reasons why. Uh, but we come to where soon after the draw for the Phoenix Trophy has taken place, and excitingly, we've got trips to Poland and France this season. Would so in, yeah. in Group C. Looking forward to it. I'm surprised you didn't hear the cheer when Krakow went because everybody wanted it and everybody got it. <laughs> so uh, happy with that travel. I mean, ironically. You know, I think we're all sort of like, think, oh, be nice. Like Wales, it's probably easier to get to both of those than it is to get to South Wales. To be certainly quicker. I think so. That, <laughs> so uh, that that train that goes uh, via Stockport I, takes I, ages. I it? looked at the trains the other day. It was a hundred and six pound return. Yeah. Three changes either way. Coming back, it was literally overnight. Got you back about half past six to Piccadilly, uh, including a four and a half hour stay at, at uh, Cardiff Central. Sixty years on, we're still we're still celebrating beach, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. What? Anyway, um, that, that's one for the not, real purists out there. Not, not a very good comedy uh, though. Not in the Heidi High class or Doctor Beaching. Now, one for uh, the played forward amateurs yesterday. I believe so. Did you go? No, I, was, I, I, I didn't know, go I either. A radio show to Friday. Yeah, I, I, I didn't go either. Uh, but uh, appeared like the getting minutes for players that that continued and another victory for FC United. It did. My my question will be, and I'm assuming trialist one today is, is the same trialist twenty one from the other night. I'm guessing. Yeah, I, I think trialist ten who featured yeah. last night and scored. Yeah. He will feature, I think, at Stocksbridge on Tuesday night. But does that not sort of go against what Neil said the other night about players need minutes and then team sheet three trialists? What? <laughs> yeah, I'm under the impression that this trialist who played on Friday night is is really good. And oh it was yeah, well, I'm, too I'm, much to miss. As I was just about to say, yes. ne- never look a gift horse. Yeah, it exactly. may be an opportunity. Absolutely, no, I get that. But it, it's well, that's, obviously, I didn't go last night. But I, th- I was expecting a full squad of you know FCers, so to speak. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was good. It sounded like it was a good, decent victory. I saw the goal that trialist ten scored. A good header. It's pretty strong again today. Yeah, I so. mean, we'll get to the team news. Uh, shortly but following on from the Tuesday night game uh, against Longridge Town um, what was your vibe about that game because we didn't really get into gear did we and we well, started to go into the gears in the last 10 minutes which in, in essence is actually a good thing because there's going to be games where we're not 100% and to score four goals in a match like that is pretty impressive absolutely I, mean, I think I said at half time I'm trying to recall and I think I said some long lines of it was the worst we played all, all pre-season and it probably what, what, I wasn't being harsh I was just being honest it probably was at that point that partly was down to the thing Longridge played really, really well. I mean, normally the, the subs sort of break the, like we said the other week, it sort of breaks the, the game up a little bit. And well, it did. It, and it did, but it did in a good way because we actually then looked slightly better. But do you think Neil, um, I mean, he said this in his post-match interview, that pretty much made his mind up on a couple of players, I think, that game on Tuesday, which isn't necessarily a bad thing either. In, yeah, I mean, from that point of view, it, it was abs- absolutely worthwhile. Of course it was. Um the 11 you can put together yeah, I think an so. actual squad he's got t- still got a lot of because t- there's nobody real I mean apart from some of the fringe players who haven't featured much you go down this this, this squad list here today and I'm going to make a case that there's one player on there who I would say probably won't for me wouldn't make the cut the rest of them I would say all the rest of them do and that's not including Curtis Jones who's not here because of his presumably baby played 90 Baru, minutes last night Gabidon Gabidon who, who are not even on that list so He's got some tough choices to make, and it might involve players that we saw last year who 
Oh, sorry, but you're not made it this year. Cause, because, to me, the players he's brought in, let, let's not include, like, no, Tiam necessarily and, and Zuku, who, who were trial. But we know the, the two lads for Southport. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going Oliver, nowhere. Yeah. For me, Fitzmartin's going nowhere. Elliot Morris is going nowhere. So, so there, you've already got, the, plus the players, like your Donahue's, your Joneses, your Pat Boys, we know who's going to be in. Max Kane. So there's only players in the squad from last year who you can, well, we're not going to lose them, presumably. He might shock us next week. We might be on, we might be in for a big shock, but at the end of the day, that's what his job is and that's what he's paid to do. We can speculate, we can guess, and that's all we can do. Well, one thing we know Go is on. that for Stocksbridge Park Steels, we'll, we'll have that discussion at that point. But Oh, we'll speak Wood, on Tuesday. I'm looking forward yes, to it now. Woodzo will be joining me at Stocksbridge Park Steels on Tuesday for that final pre-season friendly. Uh, so join us for that one. But, Woodzo, big thank you for joining us pre-match. Oh, thank you. And uh, let's hear now the pre-match thoughts of FC United manager Neil Reynolds, who I caught up with earlier. Well, Neil, big thank you for joining us. And, uh, well, this this is a, a nice pitch, isn't it, in Nuneaton? Yeah, I mean, I've never been here before, Ben. Uh, I think the year I took over, we'd already played them away. So, first time I've been here, uh, similar to, to Winsford last week, but stark difference in, in surroundings. I mean, the pitch is immaculate. Uh, the stadium's great. You know, they look like there's a lot of thought going into the football club and, and similar similar division to us, or the same division to us, but the southern side. So it's going to be a real good test for us today. Good outing last night as well. Um, forward amateurs away. I mean, how was that game? That was a brilliant game. You know, again, more questions and uh, answers needed. But, you know, the lads give a really good account of themselves. And I just felt, you know, it was building an academy game, but due to lack of minutes and a couple of injuries were picked up, it was a key game to, to get 70, 80 minutes in the likes of you know, Ethan Vaughan, uh, Pavzuk, etc. So we took a strong side there. We won, which was pleasing. And, you know, more than that, it was the opening of Fullwood's uh, new clubhouse. We put some money behind their bar. So all in all, a you know, good night. But, you know, a, a football bonanza of a weekend. And uh, before we get to uh, the match this afternoon, um, on the bus, on the way here, sat in the car park, watched the Phoenix Trophy draw, got a trip to France and a trip to Poland for the Phoenix Trophy this season. What's your thoughts on, on what's been pulled out the hat? I mean, firstly, Adrian put on the group, you know, the stadium in Helsinki and, you know, 10,000 seat stadium. I think everyone thought that'd be great, uh, but it wasn't to me. But, you know, if you can go somewhere, Paris, uh, looking forward to going there. Absolutely brilliant. Krakow, a place that I've never been to. So, so no, looking forward to it. You just saw the excitement of the lads, especially the new lads who are on the coach, you know, seeing the Phoenix draw. Again, it's just gone up in, you know, quality, you know, seeing the, seeing the media work that's gone into it, seeing the draw, seeing the design of the Phoenix trophy. Uh, seeing Leo from Brera, you know, doing the draw, getting people in, just it's, it's spectacular. You're sat on the coach watching, you know, kind of the the non-league Champions League version <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. Uh, it was good, but obviously we've we've got a long way to go before we travel to places like Paris and, and Krakow. But we can now add it into the the fixture calendar and, and look forward to it. No, good stuff. And obviously ahead of those games, we'll, we'll talk more about the the Phoenix Trophy. But none eating today. Um, if memory serves, we, we spoke after Longridge, this, this is the last game, isn't it, before you, you make your, your big decisions. So, important match. Yeah, really important match. And, you know, decisions have, have been made, but, you know, difficult today. I, I, won't, I won't say who, uh, but, you know, the coach arrived late today. We've got really high standards. Uh, a player in particular missing the coach time. You know, it puts our preparation back. And, you know, if players are going to play in this team, they've got to meet the standards, not just the you know, playing for the badge, you know, and there's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes and, and for me, we've got to be meticulous with our preparation and, 
unfortunately that's going to change my lineup slightly today because I was hoping to to go with a with a different lineup, but I'm not because standards are paramount in the key in our dressing room. So you know we'll make a we'll make a couple of changes because of that, and hopefully the penny drops with them are new to the club uh, and, and they get up to speed really quickly. But in terms of preparations, pre-season's gone great. Two games, 180 minutes to go. Nuneaton and, and Stocksbridge and, and we and we just get on with it you know it's not about results I've said that all along although majority of results have been impressive it's still a practice session for me and once we get rid of Nuneaton and, and Stocksbridge we can then get on the grass on the Thursday the Saturday the Tuesday Wednesday Thursday and get ready for the works again no good stuff well now I won't, I won't keep you because you've got to uh, do your team talk and everything but a big good luck today and we'll catch up at full time brilliant cheers Ben well good afternoon everyone and welcome to FC Live brought to you by constructivecoding.com and you lovely people the and just when you think it's safe to go outside, no more Oasis tracks in the background. We come to Nuneaton Borough Paul and we're met by yet more Oasis. Well, yes, Liberty Way is full of Wonderwall. Uh, welcome everyone to Nuneaton Borough, Liberty Way, as, as Paul mentions. And uh, well, it's like the old days have been in the National League North Pole, isn't it? Welcome back. Um, obviously, FC United taking on Nuneaton Borough, the last Saturday pre season friendly. Uh, of the summer, uh, one game left after this one. Stocksbridge Park Steels on Tuesday got a good test here because Nuneaton Borough no longer in the National League North, they're in the Southern Central. They got in the playoffs last year, got to the playoff finals where they were beaten by Russia Olympic. Memory serves um, from our old friends Russia Olympic. It's going to be a good test this to see where we are because step three v step three now. Yeah, I've had a look at Nuneaton's pre-season. They've taken on a few sides above their level like Hereford and lost to them all so you can't read too much into friendly results as we know but um, I think that it's a good test for us because we're playing this team at the same level pretty much um, it, today is the D-Day for uh, the manager to decide his squad for next season so he will be making decisions final decisions after this game and then taking a squad to Stocksbridge on Tuesday which will be his uh, Northern Premier League squad. Yes. Um, obviously, we could speculate at this time who that squad's going to be, but I don't think that's going to be fair on the players. We are going to know at the end of this game, or we're certainly going to know by Tuesday's uh, coverage, exactly where we are. And I think it's probably at that point we can compare lists. But me and Paul have got an idea. We've got a rough idea. I think yeah. Neil's got a definite idea. One of the players who's definitely going to be featuring in the squad breaking news as we head to uh, broadcast live here at Liberty Way. Tiam, the right back who's impressed immensely since uh, starting in these pre-season friendlies. He went on a trial to Altrigham, a, a National League club. Uh, obviously that didn't work out but he's returned. Now he's playing at right back for FC. Yeah, we've been very impressed with him. It's been The competition for places this pre-season has been intense and like we said th there are some question marks still about the final 18 or 19 but TM will be a part of the side so um, that's that's one position at fullback sorted out and the other thing that's definite now as well Paul um, is the, the Phoenix Trophy the draw has been made for, for Group C trips for Swampy and James obviously me and you don't do Phoenix away games because we're not rock and roll like Swampy but trips to Paris and Krakow await yeah um, I think um the trip to Krakow is much anticipated by a lot of FC fans. 
possibly not so much the trip to Paris, but people are a bit blasé about going to Paris again. Blasé, good French word there, Paul. There you go, yeah, toss yeah, that yeah. one in. Yeah. But yes, save, save your money up, but buy your season ticket first, of course. That's right, buy your season tickets, because uh, you don't want to listen to SC Radio. You can, of course, listen to SC Radio while you're at the game, uh, but uh, it's, better, it's better to be there in silence, I feel, <laughs> without us in your ears. Uh, but uh, yeah, get your season tickets, get saving for the Phoenix Trophy, get saving for the Manchester Premier Cup, the FA Trophy, the FA Cup, save for everything. Yeah. Because uh, we've got a couple of games left in this pre-season, Paul. We're at the stage now where I can ask you this question. Are you quietly optimistic? Well, the Giddyometer... Oh, here it is, it's back. The Giddyometer has made a comeback, and it's not on full blast yet. But it has to be said that it's gone well over 50%. Yeah. It's got, um, the dial's gone into yellow. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> we're trying to keep tabs on it, you know, keep it under wraps, but... Um, so far, the pre-season has been promising. Now, we know there's been false dawns before. Yep. And the manager knows this as well. We've talked about this. But he's, he's very excited about the, the squad and the fact that today's squad in particular is 25 or under. All the players are 25 or under. And he said you were challenged. said, when was the last time that happened? And uh, Paul doesn't know. I mean, that's... A it's probably Manchester Premier Cup lineup, which I'll dig out sometime for him, but... Obviously, that, that means that Charlie Ennis is not featuring this afternoon. That's one thing that's, that's clear. Um, but it is a very young squad. And the thing is, as well, is that um, we can't read too much into this starting eleven for the last Saturday game before the season starts um, because this is part of those matches, he said. Uh, Longridge, Fullwood, today's game against Nuneaton, where it's all about getting minutes into the players. But still, it's a good starting eleven that FC United have got. Boys, Tiam, Coulton, Donoghue, Oliver, Palinkas, Morris, Munro, Kane, Griffiths, Fitzmartin. That's a good team. It does look good. And then, and then of course, you start looking at the bench. Hall, Wallerton, Vaughan. Trialist 1, who we believe is the old-school Trialist 21 from last week, the, the left-sided centre-back. Bilardo, McLaughlin, Zuck and Hartley. It's a good bench as well. Yeah, I mean, that's been the feature of all the pre-season, I think, that the fact that he's been able to look at the bench and bring on like-for-like like players and um, we think that Nuneaton are going to get a decent game today although um, they've got a few familiar names Scott McManus Tyrell Waite uh, I remember um, from a few years back Kane Richards up front they've also got Callum Chettle on the bench who we know from Baseford a lot of unknown players in the Nuneaton side basically because Nuneaton were in National League North the same period we were in. They came up in 2015 and went down with us in 2019, but then we went in different directions. So it is uh, four years since we played here, and this is Neil Reynolds' first visit to Liberty Way. And the wind was pretty hefty before. It's died down a little bit now, but it's still. we reckon it's going to be gusty all the way through this game. The pitch is looking fantastic. Luscious, Paul, I'm going to suggest. Might be a, a tad slightly too long but there's plenty of it well it's very green um, which is what you, what you really want at this time of the year I think but um, it'll be interesting uh, there's no I mean the wind is blowing towards the cock and bear stand I would say at the moment and that's the main terrace behind the goal to our left um, oh here we go it's happening when this music starts you know the game's about to kick off Good stuff. Emerson, Lake and Barber. Yeah, big time. <laughs> uh, so uh, we will be bringing you live coverage in a second. But what, what are you expecting today, Paul? Because we said on Tuesday night after the game that little things like this game is a, a big advert for, for Charlie Munro. It's getting to the point now where performances really do matter. Yeah, I mean, we don't 
with friendlies, we know the result isn't the big thing. It's about the team knitting together. And we've seen some very good signs in the pre-season. We're hoping we see a good performance throughout the team today. And they're all playing for their futures. And I think they understand that. Well, both teams are now out onto the pitch. So without further ado, let's hand over to your expert commentary team for this afternoon's game. It's FC United against Nuneaton Borough. And here's Stato Paul. But first, me. Luke Griffiths with this corner from FC United's left on his right foot. Plenty of players camped out on the goal line here for, for both teams. A couple of players on the edge of the penalty area. Looks like another training ground move from FC United. In it comes from Griffiths towards the near post. Flicked on, in yeah. and off the post. And I think in the end it was Jan Palinkas who got the final touch. I think it was Munro who rose to get the glancing header. Obviously, from our angle, we're unsure if that crossed the line. It did come off the post, though, and Palinkis was there following up. We'll get confirmation, and, uh, well, the Tano announcer's given it to Jan Palinkis on four minutes, Paul. Another set-piece routine from FC United bears fruit, 1-0. That was a very studied corner kick routine. Griffiths took a long time on the delivery, and I think he was... He was waiting till everyone was in exact position there and uh, Palinkas uh, was in the right spot. And uh, there's Griffiths winning it back for FC United. Donahue, right-hand side of the centre circle. Donahue out to the right-hand side to Morris. Morris moving forward, looking to take on the defenders. Plays the ball square to Kane. Kane from the edge of the box. Oh, oh what a strike from Max Kane. That is a fantastic goal from the FC United forward. And a good piece of build-up from FC United as well. And on 12 minutes, FC United double their lead. What a strike from Matt Kane. Kane brings the ball down, gets it to Griffiths, to Donahue. Donahue can't get that ball to Kane. FC win it back with Griffiths. Here's Monroe. Monroe out to his left-hand side to Coulton. Coulton back in field to Griffiths. Griffiths, square ball to Donahue. Back to Griffiths. Griffiths waits. Back to Donahue. Donahue. Here's Kane, back to Donahue. Donahue driving towards the penalty area. Still with the ball, Donahue. Oh, oh Donahue. Oh. <laughs> that is a great goal from Michael Donahue. He just kept going, didn't he, Paul? It's like the, the Red Sea party, didn't it? I mean, it was just the defending wasn't there. They just didn't seem to want to attack him. They were so fixated on his teammates. 35 minutes on the clock and FC United make it 3-0. Donahue there on his left foot. To the goalkeeper's left, into the bottom corner, and it's 3 0. It's now with uh, Charles. That back pass is a bit risky. Joseph does enough, but there's Morris. Morris gets to it. Is it going to go in? Yes. It is, you know. FC <laughs> United. It's one of those days. Yes. The back pass held up in the wind. FC United pounced on it with Morris. And Morris wasn't quite uh, Linny at Nantwich last season, but not far off. And uh, four minutes into the second half, it's now 4-0. Well, it was a shambles at the back there, really, for Nuneaton. The ball was played back, but it, it, it was always a 50-50, and Morris took it on. And I'm not sure whether he was trying to shoot or just get it beyond the keeper and behind him, but it sailed into the air and dropped into the net. And uh, there were two or three yellow shirts chasing the ball in just to see if it went in or not and they were going to apply the finishing touch if necessary but it wasn't needed Monroe to Griffiths Griffiths out to the left hand side to Hall Hall to Hartley to McLaughlin McLaughlin into the penalty area for the run there and uh, the shot comes in and it was the the trial centre back 
who was <laughs> in that position, who scores FC United's fifth. I'm not too sure why he was there, Paul, but that was well worked from FC United. And tops off a good afternoon for FC, 5 0. Yeah, it was a good supporting run. And um, to be fair, the trialist has looked quite good since he came on. Not just with the goal, but he's, he's made, he stepped up and made a good interception in the build up to that goal. And, so, I, and I had to pause because I was, I was like, is that Bellardo? No, Bellardo's wearing number 17, that's 16. But he's a centre back, what's he doing there? Well, <laughs> we're, we're going all Dutch, haven't we? Full time here at Liberty Way and FC United in their last Saturday pre-season game of the summer have produced arguably one of the performances of pre-season, a 5-0 victory here. Next up is Stocksbridge Park Steels and FC United go into that game on Tuesday night in very good form and a very comprehensive display here. Well, there were no liberties taken here at all. FC came here with an incentive to force themselves into the squad for next season. And I would say that they've all contributed to that this afternoon, even the ones that came on as substitutes. I think um, the intensity of the first half made it like a league game. It was that intense. There was commitment, real physical commitment from, from both sides. And uh, I think Renault will be very impressed with the fact that he's got five different goal scorers today. Got some good performances from lots of different areas of the team. The way that we pressed them early on was a key. We hunted them down, we won the ball back. The passing was good, the finishing was good. I think there was a lot of good things that came out uh, of this performance. Like you say, the, the pressed in midfield, but everything about the way that midfield played today was impressive. It was a battle at times, especially in that first half, and they just stood up to it. I also thought we defended well in the first half, particularly where Oliver and Polinkas were rock solid. Pat Boys didn't have a lot to do, no. really, in the time he was on the pitch. Max Kane took his goal efficiently. It was a terrific strike from distance. Put down another marker for that striker's role. Fitzmartin was dogged, wasn't he? Yeah, he kept to, his, kept to his task, despite being fouled repeatedly. We need to offer a play with the match. Yeah, Chantal has come over to ask us who the man of the match is. I've got two candidates in mind. Monroe and Griffiths, those are my two candidates. Monroe? Or do you think Griffiths edged it? I think Griffiths has had a very good game today. Yeah, OK. And um, we're going to be joined now by SC United manager Neil Reynolds. Neil, thank you for joining us so quickly after the full-time whistle. And, well, hey, 5-0. A team who, let's, let's remember, are not just at the same level as us. They got into the playoffs last year in the Southern Prem. They got through to the playoff final and were beaten on penalties. And we've come to their place and not just won 5 0, but comfortably won 5 0. You must be delighted. I need another 72 hours to get the squad down to 19. That's all I'm going to say to you. Uh, it's really good, you know, really good. And we're getting, you can see we're getting better and better. I don't, it's hard not to be really optimistic with the side. You know, we, we spoke beforehand, you know, about the age of the side, everyone 25 and under. You could see. The energy, we ran all over them, you know, we outplayed them and we outmuscled them at times, you know, and, and the most pleasing thing for me was, you know, I'm not a manager that likes any form of melee at all. <laughs> yes. well, but, you know, when it did go off for a group who've been together for five or six weeks, to defend checked corner the way they did do and, and get round each other and, you know, young Ethan Vaughan took one, you know, in the chin, but that shows a real togetherness that, that doesn't come just at Nuneet and that's taken a lot of embedding, a lot of togetherness, a lot of trust in the in the dressing room. So although I'm delighted with the with the performance and the goals, 
I'm equally delighted how they got together and you know kind of one in all in mentality. Yeah, I was, I'm, I'm not going to go into the ins and outs of the, the melee at half time or anything like that. But one thing we can say is, like what I said to you against Warrington, and like I said against Longridge, you want a midfield that gives you a bit of a, a problem and gives you a bit of bite, gives you some late challenges and stuff like that. You kind of you, you want Fitzmartin to not have as many bruises on his legs, but. That's one thing he's going to have a lot of. It's building character, let's say. Mm, no, it is. And I mean, if you if you look at the tactical analysis of the game, if you look at if you look at the top end of the pitch, Max Kane and Elliot and Jay, yes, how high they pressed, it allowed Donahue and the Griffiths to become eights, two eights, not a ten, two eights. I thought they ran all over there too, and they yeah. got bored in the midfield, which then freed up Charlie Munro. And every time Charlie Munro got, he went left to Lewis or he went right to check. And then if that wasn't on, the two centre-halves were splitting iron wide and then we got on the ball and everything we, we have gone through in training, in our group chats, in our sessions, all came to fruition today. Now, I've got to repeat to the listeners and I'll keep repeating <laughs> to the listeners, that doesn't mean that that's going to work against Worksop. What it does mean is that we've been really good with our recruitment. You know, means nothing yet unless the budget comes to fruition, unless people buy the season tickets, means nothing yet. But it does show that we've got a capable squad of... Coming to us, you know, aside from the Southern League playoffs, playoff finalists last year, and, and and well and truly, you know, outschooling them and outplaying them, and we were playing like that this season, and I'll guarantee we don't win. There'll be some games that we play, we have all the ball, we have chances, and we don't win, and and people say, oh, why did we not do this? But that, for me, it's continuing to repeat that what we've done today, and if we can build that style of play across the course of the season. You know, I know I beg for 2,000 people to come to Broadhurst Park, but the more we play like that, with the energy, tenacity, quality. I think we'll smash that because people want to come and watch the side. Yeah, and I was thinking to myself all the way through that first half especially. I mean, there's so much we, we need to talk about. The the corner, how we put in the corners to this team. We saw it at the back end of last season. It's carried on into pre-season. It was a, a well-worked set piece. And if Monroe doesn't score, there's Palinkas. And it's it's just a well-worked corner. And, it's really, and if you were in the programme and you have a settled 23-24, them corners come to fruition. At the minute, we've been able to work on them with a settled side within the season you know but if for whatever reason our budget doesn't come to fruition or whatever it is you have to then go and change things and people have to adapt and 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 that understanding goes you can see what we've done on corner one corner two corner three and we've scored from a couple this season so again you don't just go through them on a tactics board you work through them on a training pitch and and that works and, and the relationship that Charlie Oliver Munro and, and Palinkas has it the front stick we crowd it we spin off and we score it's hard to mark hard to, it's hard to mark movement but you know, there is a lot of thought that goes into what we do on match day and what we do at training nights. Unfortunately, due to injury suspensions, whatever it may be, that's, that always didn't come to fruition last season. And there was elements of that first half. You mentioned how important it is to get 2,000 at Broadhurst Park. Me and Paul have been following you know, FC United for over a decade now. One of the good things about following FC United away from home is you get a good vibe away from home as well. If we play like this away from home this season, we're going to have hundreds, like, like the old days, and I thought to myself, when Donahue scores that goal in the first half, you could just imagine if that happened during the season. Yeah. A few hundred people behind him in, with red scarves all celebrating that. That was a proper classic away goal, wasn't it? And Donahue is used to that noise. Yeah. you know. But wait till your Olivers, your Munros, your Fitzmartins, your Morrises, your Chectiams, whoever it may be, see Broadhurst Park in, in its packed capacity or see the away following it. You know, although the, the levels are going up now in front of brilliant, you know, 30, 40, 50 people that travel today, just wait and see. And, and that's when the hairs on the back of your neck start, especially when the football's as good as it's been. But we continue to try and play that right football. We'll be in training uh, after Tuesday, we'll be in Thursday, we'll be in Saturday, we'll be in Tuesday, we'll be in Wednesday, we'll be in Thursday. We try and treat us as professional as we can do to get us ready for workshop. But 
we we don't know what kind of opposition will turn up. We don't know motivation-wise who turns up when they get to Broadhurst Park. All we've got to do is concentrate on what we're doing. Yeah. At the minute, everything that we're doing is, is the highest quality. And there will be dips. You can't play with that intensity. And where it all works all, all season, you do have your peaks and you have your troughs. But we've got to make sure that we don't change the style of play and our DNA remains the same. One thing about the DNA you were talking about, and you, you mentioned the runners of Morris and Fitzmartin and how well that worked with Kane. We, we saw that at Altrincham, we saw that against Warrington. Max Kane today, he scored a, a belter. And, you know, we, we've, we've had discussions about what, what, your, your headaches uh, in midfield, at right back. You've got a problem up front, I think, as well, because Kane is he's not just bringing goals, but he's also bringing Ma that movement as well that's helping other Ma players. Max Kane has got one development point in his game, and he's looking after the ball, bringing people into play at the time, so they bounce off him, but his reaction was really good. His goals, his runs in behind, his strength, his movement are all top draw, and he'll be a top, top, top striker at this level. We're trying to get the next Tunde Olarby, the next Regan Linney, the next, and that's, he knows that's his development point. If he plays like that, he keeps his shirt. Nick Ballardo comes on, opens up, stretches play. Who says they can't play together one day? You just you just don't know. Nick's still new to the group. He's young to the group. He's getting used to the way we play. He's getting up to match fitness. You know, but but there'll be different games for different players because if, if a team come and park the bus maybe, you know, you might have to have a striker in Matt who stretches playing behind it. And if you need to have runners off behind that, you might have to play Ballardo or link play up to get runners in behind it. So it's important that we have different type of players in different positions and that's we've definitely got that at the minute I did promise people that would, would cut the squad down to 19 <laughs> I but, but, I, but I, I, I genuinely need a conversation with the staff before I get to that decision because I think everyone might have a different three or four who goal but you can see you know you can. what, 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 what always worries me about pre-season as well is when you do cut it does an element of complacency creep in at yes. the minute I'm not saying that that will ever happen in the squad, but does having 22, does it keep people on the top of the game? Is it worth taking 22 into Stocksbridge Tuesday? That's what I'm going to decide uh, because I think too many people have given a good account of themselves today and maybe a couple of question marks have given me yes. a real headache over the weekend. I mean, you went all Dutch towards the end. I mean, uh, the Charlie centre-back just pops up there and I'm, I'm like going, Bilardo's not wearing number 16. Oh! <laughs> but look what we do. Yeah, yes. Palinkasters were arrived in their areas and it's about that rotation so if a centre half does get that high and you see it happen in the Premier League who drops in it's Charlie Munro who drops in we've got to, we're encouraged to have fluid movement throughout the pitch and just because you're a number five at the back doesn't mean you can't step up or score in the opposition half and I think you know the way the modern game is there is a there is a, a an influx of talent across the whole pitch and I think even if you're a goalkeeper now you've got to be really good with your feet if, yeah. you're, if you're a centre half you've got to be able to go cold and score you know sign on the keeper so all in all had a really good performance um, you know, we, we wish Nuneaton all the best uh, for the season it's been a good good test for us we've got to go now get on the coach and, and go and prepare for Stocksbridge Tuesday and lastly given man of the match to Griffiths we could have given it to Munro quite easily all three of them in midfield with Donoghue um, I'm not sure what your plans were for workshop but again these, these are headaches aren't they that's that Griffiths' best game I've yes. seen for a long time we played two eights today and you could see the fluidity that Donoghue and Griffiths both had they both got on the ball they, they kind of left Charlie Munro just to just kind of be that sole body moving the ball from left to right into into good areas breaking up play but them two we got that much quality in front of you and I spoke, spoke to Woods on this before the game you know we were having a, a difference of opinion about you know who will play and who doesn't play and I said when you've got them two players who are on top of the game you don't necessarily need to play with a 10 because you lose your 10 you've got two breakers and they're both wonderfully gifted on the football I'm saying to the three of them, can you go and play together? You know, you're all 25 year old. Imagine the next two or three years what you could create in this football club with pace in front of you. But go back to Brian Richardson's favourite saying, you know, managers don't pick, teams, players do. But on that account, 
the midfield three have given a really good account of themselves today so well done Griff for getting the man of the match well Neil big thank you for this comprehensive post-match interview I'm sorry to keep you so no, no, no. so much to talk about big congratulations today I was going to ask you because obviously this this was the game wasn't it where you know this is where it's all going to be sorted but just need a bit more time we go again we <laughs> yeah. go again and uh, we'll, we'll speak ahead of Stocksbridge Patch Deals on Tuesday thanks right. for joining Brilliant. us Cheers, well done again. Cheers. Neil Reynolds uh, joining us uh, post-match and uh, we're, we're going to go now big good luck to Nuneaton and big thank you to our hosts uh, for this afternoon's game Paul just before you go your, your thoughts not much you can say after what the manager's just said I, I'm not surprised that he needs a bit more thinking time after what we've just seen because it's opened up some cans of worms he probably thought he wouldn't have to deal with in a nice way yes <laughs> I mean, he's, he's got the weekend to sit on it now and, and ponder. But obviously, he's got to make the right decisions. And it's very, very difficult for him because he's talking about careers of players and also FC season ahead. And he didn't get it wrong. Yes. He doesn't want to release players and then find out he's got regrets afterwards. It's a big week. He wouldn't like to be in his job right now, because, certainly. Because at the minute, the way things are looking, with the performances we put in, obviously, we can say Longridge is one thing, but... We scored four goals against Longridge. We've beaten Warrington. We've beaten Altrincham. Um, we've, we've just dismantled Nuneaton. I know. So it's this, this was, for a friendly performance, this was one of the best we've seen against a team that is not an easy team to beat. But yet we've dismantled them on their own patch it, in some style. It was five, but it could have been more. It's a big week coming up for FC United. Join us on Tuesday night in South Yorkshire as FC United complete their pre-season away at Stocksbridge Park Steels you can join me in Woodsville for that game but a big thank you to Paul for joining us here at Nuneaton a big thank you to Woodsville as well, big thank you to Neil, FC United winning this game by 5 goals to nil and you'll be hearing from us again very soon, you take care bye bye This is FCUM Radio officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world